Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Hi guys, good morning everyone. Um, I am home in my family home, so if at any point there's an audio issue, let me know because I am in a brick house. Um, but oh, and there's a dog running towards me. Hello. Um, I hope that everyone is having an amazing morning. If you're new to me, my name is Hannah. I am 24. I own a marketing agency. We specialize in social media and digital marketing. So um, I usually talk about things relating to entrepreneurship and marketing and being a young woman in business. And I also do a lot of coaching and consulting for young women as well. So that is a little bit about me. Um, sometimes I talk more about just entrepreneurship as a whole and in more general. Today I'm going to talk a little bit more specifically about marketing, um, which I hope will be beneficial to a lot of you that no matter what you're you're selling or promoting, whether it's a personal brand or you're selling a product, um, the, the, the concepts will, will really apply. Um, but most of you, I, I would imagine, are trying to build some type of a social presence for some type of business or monetary reason. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, but I only have like 25 minutes, so I'm going to get started. Um, so I say this all of the time, and I used to spend so much time on Clubhouse. Like I used to be in Clubhouse all day, every day. I, I just don't have the time for it anymore. But when I was on Clubhouse all day, I would say this multiple times a day. Um, I would always say that the core of my philosophy for marketing as a whole is to educate, entertain, inspire. Because ultimately, um, when you do any of those things, that's how you are going to provide your target consumer with value. And when you can provide your target consumer with value, 
that is when they are going to engage with your content, right? So, so many people get this backwards when they're trying to build their brand or get followers or sell a product or whatever the conversion is. A conversion can be getting followers, it can be getting website clicks, it can be getting app downloads, it doesn't matter. So many people get so caught up in simply promoting because they, they're, they're short-term thinking and they just want that conversion. But ultimately, if you can adjust your content strategy from look at me to look at what I can do for you, then you'll see some really impressive results because let's look at the Instagram algorithm as an example. You are going to see content of people that you engage with, right? So if you're constantly putting out content that will educate, entertain, or inspire, you're going to get likes and comments and shares, and then more and more people will see your posts because the algorithm, right? That's how it works. Um, when people are individually engaging with your posts or even as a whole, when, when people are um, engaging with your posts in general, that's how your future posts will go to the top of people's feeds. So I tell my clients all the time, when you get so caught up in just selling, 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 no one's going to comment on that, right? The, the, the best approach is to provide value, which is how you create personal connections with your followers. And then ultimately, when you do want to come in and sell, whether it's to promote a sale or a giveaway or, or a new product or something, your posts are at the top of people's feeds because they've been engaging with you for a period of time, right? Um, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit more today. My mom is walking over to me with coffee. Thank you. Which one? Just this. Thanks. Perfect. Okay. I'll take a little bit. <laughs> I'm home for Rosh Hashanah. Yay. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two of them. Thank you. Do you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> and just say, and I'm sure most people aren't Jewish, so just say hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Any wise words on this morning? There's 470 people listening, and I'm talking about providing value and marketing. Give me a second to think about that. A second to think about it. This is live, live in action. Anyone have a question for mom? This is an interruption, intermission to my marketing talk. I actually yeah. do have a question, Hannah, for your mom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's listen, totally I cool. To say, I, I'm a girl dad. I have an eight-year-old daughter. She's here. She loves listening to you on the way to school when we get the chance to. And I want to raise, I am raising a boss just like you. And so I want to know from a mother's perspective, your mother was successful in business, et cetera. How did she balance both raising you to not just have abundance, but also have the hunger to really strive to create your own abundance? Um, hi, that's an excellent question. Thanks for starting my day off with that one. Um, the, uh, I really believe in leading by example. And I think that's the very best thing that we can do as parents in all areas of our lives but certainly you know when Hannah from from the time she was born you know saw me running a business um, you know it, it obviously permeated into her deeply you know because she started running her own businesses when she was in high school no younger because you would make me oh even younger yeah when she was six she made art and sold it in my art festivals and actually made a few hundred dollars. I made business cards and I, she made business cards. So, so I think that, you know, our children 
you know, I called it Hannah and Company, and it was, and I was six, and there was, there was no company. But I, but also, wait, this is just a funny story, and for <laughs> it'll go over the heads of any kids listening anyway. But I was, <laughs> I was creating splatter paintings because that's all I could do, like Jackson Pollock style, and they're called action paintings. And my my catchphrase on the business card was because I'm Hannah and Company, right? And I said, "We've got a passion for action," and my mom's like. <laughs> And I was, she's like, Hannah, you need to come up with something else. And I did not understand why. Now I do, but. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, so our kids want to want to be just like us. And so we just need to be aware of that as parents, that they're, they're, they're watching us very carefully. And the, the way we speak, the, what we do, what we value, how we spend our time. And um, so I think that. As parents, as single parents, um, it, you know that that's not the differentiator. It's just it's just being a, a role model for your child and just being aware that they're watching everything we do. Hey, mom, this is Ramon Ray. May I have a follow up question, mom? Yes, sure. Um, Hannah, you can just go somewhere else. Uh, mom, mom will take over. The, uh, show. Awesome, perfect. This is great. Um, you can hear in my voice that I'm like I haven't had my coffee yet, so this is this is wonderful. Hey, Mom, again, thanks for being here. And Hannah, thanks sure. for your time with your mom. Uh, mom, just curious, this is Ramon, and I have an adult daughter. She's 23, and we haven't had, and Lord Almighty, I hope she's not listening. We haven't had the best relationship over the years. It's not bad at all. You know, we're, we love each other. We hug and kiss and all that good stuff, but it could be a lot better, a little bit of tension and, and maybe some frustration, uh, et cetera, over the years past, maybe being too strict, things like that, which I'm sure you can understand. We all make mistakes. But the point is, any suggestions or tips for how a, a, a father and an adult daughter could begin to patch and have a better relationship over the years. So I don't look back 10 years from now, five years from now, and still kicking myself always, always. And if I talk too long, I'll cry about it. That's how I feel. But mom suggestions. Thanks. Yeah. Hi you guys. And, um, you can call me mom. You can call me Amy. I'll answer to either one. Um, Ramon, I think that daughters are really complicated and they, um, they are challenging. That's been my experience and uh, that you're going to go through some challenging times. But if you are consistent and loving and honest in your relationship, apologize when necessary for our shortcomings as human beings. Um, just keep it, keep it honest, keep it true, keep it clean. I think over, over time, you and your daughter will have a, 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 the relationship that you want. So stay the course and look out toward the horizon for, for where you're going with her. I can answer to that though. I can. I can. This can be a new segment. Just ask Hannah and Amy. We're also definitely probably not like the people to listen to, but it's okay. Are you? Do you want to hear my answer? Yeah. Uh, that wasn't. That was asking her. She's. She's wondering. Um, I can speak to that as a twenty-four-year-old within. There's a strange father count. I don't really know a word to use. I. I didn't. He, I never looked at him, but um. I would say, and it's interesting, um, it's interesting because I, I feel similarly to you. It's like, all right, my childhood was what it was. Now I'm an adult and I want some type of like a nice, pleasant relationship. And it's, I think, I, I imagine that it's hard on both sides. I think I can tell you what at least I appreciate. And if, obviously I don't know your daughter at all. You want to be respectful of boundaries, of course. And, you know, if she says, no, I don't want to do this or like see you today that's that is what it is but 
I think that is that that knowing that my dad's trying is important, like that he's reaching out and asking questions about my life. And um, th- I think that's really important and, and just an effort, I, I think, and just and just that you care um, and, and that you're trying. I think that that's would you agree with that? Yeah, I do. And um, and Ramon and to anyone else who who may be parenting a daughter, um, as, as I said, I, I think the daughters are challenging and they're striving for their independence. And sometimes that means pushing away from us as parents. And uh, I know that Hannah and I have a new relationship, a different relationship than we had even a year ago. So relationships evolve. And uh, it's not always it's not always smooth and easy. Um, and I heard once, Someone say the test of a relationship isn't how they're doing in the good times. It's how you get through the hard times. So, uh, you know, being able to get through those rough times and reconnect with each other. And, you know, as I said before, apologize, apologize, you know, don't, don't be so, um, above it all that you feel that there, that you shouldn't apologize. Even as a parent, we make mistakes and I think it's good to, you made one yesterday. Do you I, want to tell everyone? <laughs> I don't want to go into it, but I did apologize to Hannah for something that I said to her yesterday. Yesterday, and uh, you know, there are times that we we make mistakes. There are times we say things we shouldn't say. Um, as parents, we are we are human beings. We have we have feelings. We have reactions, and we're not perfect. We wish we could be, but we're not. So when 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 we make mistakes, I think it's really important to to clean it up with our kids and be honest about, about what we did and why, and to, to apologize. I gotta run. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's walking away. Um, are you going, she's going to work. I think, are you going to work? She's dressed up. Yeah. Okay. Um, definitely was planning on talking about marketing, but if anyone has follow up questions about any of that, I think we can talk about any family dynamics that you want. Hey, this is Ilika. I'm, I'm toward the bottom. Um, I'd love to comment on this. Um, I, I'm, I'm a daddy's girl, right? So my dad, to me, was like all powerful growing up. He was just like everything, right? And so just to Ramon's um, comment, what's funny is I think I was like 25 or 26 before I finally realized my dad was a human, you know, and made mistakes. And, you know, some of the things that he did may not have been 100% right. And I didn't understand that as a kid. And so I think sometimes it's having that conversation. Like my dad literally sat down with me one day and it was, we were arguing, I was upset with him about something with my mom. And he, he literally said, I'm just me. Like he said, he was very honest. Like I'm a human. I was figuring things out, you know, while, while you guys were growing up. And when he put it in that way, I had to look back and realize that like, my parents were young. My dad was like, my mom was like 24. And my dad was like 28 when I was born. And my older sister had already been born. So I wasn't even the first kid. And so even just kind of looking at those dynamics, I think as a child or as a, even as a, I was an adult, like I said, I was 26 before I realized my dad was a human, you know? Um, so as a child, as the child, you almost, you look at your parent in a different dynamic and as we get older, once I got into my you know, late 20s and early 30s, that's when I realized we became more friends. 
And the relationship is so much closer now. So that has helped me. And funny enough, kind of taking it back to business a little bit, it's actually helped me in my business. One of the things I realized is that the relationship with my dad was actually stifling me a bit. Because I think, I think it was Princeton mentioned this earlier that sometimes we're trying to do things to appease others. And so my entire life for the longest was about um, approval of my dad. I wanted him to be proud of me. So I do things in my business, whatever. I stuck in corporate America too long because I wanted him to be proud of me. And I knew that working for Johnson Johnson and IBM was something he was proud of. And so just thinking about stuff like that, like how can you show your child and I, I look at this with my kids. I have four kids. I'm a mom of four. Um, I look at this with my kids. How can I show them that I'm human, but I'm doing everything I can to, to pour into them? And so just thinking about every day, every, that each day, that's what pushes me and that's what drives me in my business now. Um, but I do it so that I can be my best as opposed to before it was trying to trying to uh, be the best for my, trying to make my dad proud, really. That's what, that's what everything was about until I was almost 40 years old. So <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, I hope that helps in some way, but kind of, if you look at it, from, I don't know if your daughter's a daddy's girl, but if you look at it from that standpoint of your kids, that, you know, mama's, mama's boy, mama's girl, whatever, looking at it from the standpoint of help, helping them to understand that we aren't perfect because something about that could help to drive them and understand they don't have to be perfect to be good and to do well and to exceed. So this side, I'm, I'm toward the bottom, I'm done speaking. I love that. Thank you so much for, for sharing. And um, what you said reminded me of, of something I read once. There's this book, and I, I'm not a parent. So full disclosure on that, can't can't pretend to understand what that is like yet. Um, but there's this amazing book. It's called Nurture Shock. Um, Nurture Shock. There's like a, a cracked egg on the cover. Um, it's a It's like a parenting childhood development book I read it in a psych class once in school um, but it's amazing and each different section is about like a different part of child development and it's backed with um, studies and there's um, a, a part about arguments and most it, it also this is just like my ADD going but it's just funny how far away we got from marketing but I think this is an amazing conversation and I love it so much um, anyway most parents when they're having fights or disagreements um they'll you know a fight will start like in front of the kids because no one really like plans for a fight and then they take the fight elsewhere they're like okay like, let's go upstairs like I don't want the kids to see it um hold on my mom's walking over to me yes you oh you had something to add okay pause my story passing it back hi hi you guys it's Amy again I was just reflecting before I I leave on the question about how to raise a, a daughter who could be an entrepreneurial daughter. And I, I yeah. So I think that um, something that's really important is to support, whether it's your daughter, your son, um, your friend, your partner, just to, to be there and to be supportive of, of their ideas. Because even as children, whether it's a lemonade stand or whatever it is that they might want to do, that's their first experience in business. And those experiences can be really life-changing. I was in my first art festival when I was six years old. I actually had paintings up on a wall and, you know, someone offered to buy one. And 
obviously it was life changing to the point that that's what I do for a living now is I work in the art field. So when Hannah was little and she did these splatter paintings that she talked about, you know, she had an excellent experience and it was, it was very, I think, um, like it was a positive, just such a positive experience for you, Hannah, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and then when I remember when I was 12, I was supposed to dance that summer because I had been dancing, and then I told you that I didn't want to dance because I wanted to focus on my YouTube channel, and you said, okay. Right, so so being supportive, you know, it may not be the path that you plan for your child, but they have to find their own path, and I think... I also think it's okay, like, if kids do a million different things and don't become, like, an Olympic gymnast. Like, it's okay to, to try a lot of different things. Absolutely. So, but in the in the realm of business... They're early. They're no, early. but I'm saying if you were so focused on me dancing because you were a dancer, I wouldn't have spent that summer on my YouTube, which was like, did I become like this mega YouTube influencer? No, but that was really formative and like the the start of my like online presence. Absolutely. So so as I was saying, they they may go the path they take may not be the path that you had in mind for them, but it's it's their path, and um, yeah, I'm just so proud of Hannah for. But you can say, and you thought I was going to come and work for you forever. I did think that Hannah was going to come work for me in my, my business, but she's gone her own path and I'm just so proud of her. And, um, also you, you, you made me like work for stuff that I wanted starting young, like even in high school. Yes. I think that, that, that is very empowering for, for us as women, as children, as people in the world, male, female, however you might identify to, to, to earn things and then to feel the satisfaction of knowing that you can earn something on your own. It's so gratifying and, and more gratifying, I think, than just getting things gifted to you all the time. So Hannah, Hannah learned at an early age, you know, that she had the power to, to make her own money and to get things that she wanted. And it was, um, Again, another like formative building block in her knowing how to create a business for herself and how to how to monetize things. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, I I have a really busy day at my office, so I'm going to have to run. But okay. um, thanks for letting me join you all this morning. Okay, she's walking away. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, chime in. This is mm-hmm. Sarah in the red background. Yeah, go ahead. Um. I just wanted to add to it because um, I, I love how your mom supported you with the entrepreneurial because I had the opposite experience when I was younger. I started um, my entrepreneurial journey and it really wasn't understood well by my family. Um, as the years went on, my mom turned turned um, positive towards it because she saw that you know it's making a difference and she took an interest and started to understand it um but my dad still even to this day isn't that keen on it because he thought like what you said you know going to the standard standard jobs and different things like that so I feel like you know it if it's a negative experience you're having with your parents with it, you have the only thing you can control is to change your mindset on it. You know, that you have to accept that's who they are. They're really not going to change their opinion because otherwise that negativity is going to impact you and your journey greatly. And, you know, you don't want that to, 
to affect you, especially if you're very passionate about what you're doing. You just want to accept it and proceed forward with your dreams. So I, I just wanted to add that into the mix from a different perspective. Um, this is Sarah in the red and I'm done speaking. Yeah, Sarah, that's, uh, I, I love that. And I really appreciate that addition and, and, and it really, so, and it goes hand in hand. So what I was saying before my mom came back anyway, the, the book and Sarah, you'll see this ties in. So the book nurture shock, right? There's this chapter and it talks about arguments. And usually when parents fight, they'll start fighting, like, let's say in the kitchen while cooking, like, you know, while dinner or whatever, and they'll take the fight upstairs or, you know, they'll go somewhere else. So, um, usually, sorry for that, that beep happens when a door opens. Um, usually what that means is children grow up only seeing the beginning of a fight, but they don't see a resolution, right? So, I mean, on, on one hand, that that's just a completely missed opportunity to teach children conflict resolution. But also, I just think, you know, going back to, um, who was it? Aleka, I think, I believe. Aleka, um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, 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 Aleka. Aleka um, talking about seeing your parents as human, like, I think my mom's gone now, but... And I kind of hope so. But just because what I'm about to say, like yesterday, she was 100% out of line, super emotional for like just a million things were going on. And she was completely out of line in the way that she spoke to me and like took her anger out on me and like, wasn't okay. Um, And, you know, I think it's really important as people and as children to have confidence in, in yourself, to know that like, obviously, sometimes, like, children make mistakes, but, like, yesterday, I knew that I was completely in the the right, you know, and um, having that conviction in, in terms of your, like, yourself and your behavior, um, for the most part, obviously, there's self-awareness that needs to be there so that you can understand when you do make mistakes, but oftentimes, when your parents are mad at you, it, it can really mess with you even if you did nothing wrong um and and that's something that I definitely experienced growing up and if you're a child of a single parent you know that it can be really hard if if there's two parents they can kind of you know there's someone else to say oh no you're you're being unreasonable you know or you're being crazy (laughs) like stop when there's a single parent it's kind of just you know it is the way it is and that's something that I've I've realized a lot lately like parents we're just human. Like if I was to have a a baby tomorrow, I would still be myself with all of my flaws, you know? Um, and, and from the child's perspective, it's on one hand, like it it can be challenging to forgive a parent because when, like, for example, yesterday, like it's so, it's so painful and confusing when parents like do human things, you know, it's, it's like super hard to understand. Um, but, but so two things come with that. Like on one hand, you need to have confidence and conviction in what you're doing. And that's everything from your behavior to your words, to your business, to your goals, no matter if it's an alignment or disalignment with your parents, because you're different, but then also understanding that they're human and therefore being able to, to forgive, you know, which can, which can be challenging also. So, um, I hope that that makes sense. Definitely was not what I was planning to talk about today, but I think that that was a really beautiful conversation that hopefully like resonated with 
people listening, um, I can definitely talk about family dynamics all day because, um, I, I mean, I think all of us can, but, um, anyway, I have two minutes left or one minute left. If anyone has anything that they like really, really want to share or ask quickly, that's like pouring out of you, Sarah, I see you unmiking. Yes. Go yeah. Ahead. If it's okay. I'm actually going to, um, grab the mic just because I think that this topic inspires so many heartfelt shares. I don't know that anyone could get it out in 60 seconds and I'd love to reset the room before we pass to Andrew, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I just want to thank all of you. I'm sorry that we kind of got away from the marketing topic. My mom stole the show. Um, but I will be back in my New York apartment next week with no one to bother me. So next week we'll talk about what I was planning to talk about today, which is a lot of content strategy. And, um, I'll be reading from, from slides that I was planning to give you guys in an email. So, um, come next week, there'll be like a free PDF and the whole thing. Um, but I'm here every Every single Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, I teach a masterclass. If you're a woman looking to build out your business, create a marketing agency, anything like that, DM me for more. DM me no matter who you are. I'd love to connect with you guys um, and hope that you enjoyed today's unexpected segment. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.